You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 2nd, 2020. My name is Philip Osmerich. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Steve Clifford talks to us about the upcoming season. We'll hear from him as well as Nikola Vucevic and Markel Fultz as the Magic gets set to begin training camp and workouts heading into the 2021 season. We'll get to all that coming up in just a moment. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Be sure also to check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Just like there's a daily podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of guarantee that you can only find from a local expert who knows your team best. Want the lowdown on, I don't know, the Charlotte Hornets? Check out Lockdown Hornets. No matter what your favorite team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Lockdown Podcast for you. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. The Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your team every day. The Orlando Magic has started to get to work. They've started to, to begin the process of working toward the beginning of the season. The NBA has set out and laid out the protocols telling us exactly what conditions need to be met for the NBA, uh, for the NBA players to begin and for training camp to begin. Right now, we're in the individual workout stage. Uh, teams can work in groups of four at this point, um, and, and players can begin working out together in some respects. But full practice won't happen until Friday or Saturday. So we've still got a little ways to go before training camp really begins. And of course, uh, the the season, or, or and of course, the the full training camp, the full, full practice for the team is not going to happen until this weekend. And the first preseason game will be a week later, a week from Friday. But the Orlando Magic understand that this is going to be a tall task, that this season is going to be difficult, not just for the fact that the Magic are facing a much, what seems like much stiffer competition to make the playoffs, that they face the potential of a play-in tournament, that everything that they've worked for and everything that they've tried to build over the last three years is very much in jeopardy, that this franchise is at what feels like a turning point of, uh, or an inflection point of some sort as the team begins to uh, evaluate and understand what comes next and how this team develops in the future. A lot is on the line this season, as, as we all know. But the Orlando Magic have to do the first part, and that is getting to work to begin with. And that's going to be the difficult part. This will be a season unlike any other. There will be challenges that the Magic face this season that they that, that no team has ever had to face. And every team in the league is going to face challenges this year that they've never had to face. And it starts with this sped-up training camp. It starts with the foundation that everything's being built upon being rushed, being built faster than it probably should be built. And if the thing is, What's going to save this season, or what's what's going to determine a lot about the season, is a question that was asked of this team last year. A question that this team faced last year, or supposed strength 
that we talked about all last offseason. Yes, the Magic did not make very many moves. The new additions to the team, Chumo, Kiki, and Cole Anthony, will be coming off the bench and not likely to make as big of an impact as Markel Fultz made last year. Last year, we talked all about continuity as a potential strength for this team. The fact that the Magic didn't change very much on the roster, didn't add much to the team, was something that would give them an advantage, a leg up, give them a head start. That didn't quite turn out to be the case. Steve Clifford warned us the entire offseason that you know just because everyone's back doesn't mean we start from where we left off. And that is abundantly clear. Injuries kept the Magic behind throughout, so maybe the Magic didn't get the full advantage of that continuity. But this year, this year, this continuity has to be a strength. The Magic will make changes. They will tweak some things. But the Magic don't have the time to, to, to get to work and build much new. They're reliant on what was built before. You know, we have, again, you know, we have our core, we have a core of guys back that um, are comfortable with the way we do things. Um, you know, there's things that we will add like we do every year that'll be new for everybody. Um, but, you know, and again, you know, my point to them is I've been talking to them as they come in here is if we want to have the type of year where we're a surprise team in the East, then continuity has to be a major strength. But uh, again, that speaks to individual approach. It speaks to group approach. It speaks to, uh, you know, our approach towards practices here, towards training camps, so that we're taking the, the best advantage of every day. And uh, that's one thing, I, you know, talking to guys, watching them work out with the, with the assistant coaches, I think our guys are in a good place. I think they're excited to get going. Uh, and so I'm confident that the continuity can be a big strength for us. This was, of course, the rallying cry last year, uh, that the Magic were essentially the same team, that they'd be able to pick up right where they left off. Steve Clifford, though, during training camp last year, fully admitted and said publicly the Magic did not have the training camp they wanted. They were not able to take advantage of this continuity. Well, I think continuity did play a factor in the Magic being able to survive the, the rash of injuries that they had. The bottom line is Steve Clifford's other statement, one that he did not say, on, on Tuesday, still rings true. Every year is different. There is no starting right where you left off. Every year requires being built back up from scratch. But this year is a little bit different. This is a basketball league and a basketball season being played amidst the coronavirus pandemic. This is a season that is quickly set to begin and there isn't much time to do all the groundwork that is necessary. What typically happens during the course of a season, what typically happens in the course of an offseason, is the team gathers around Labor Day in September for optional team workouts. And it is here in these optional workouts that much of the groundwork is laid, that, the, that teams throughout the league get a jump start on the process of becoming a team, of getting ready for the regular season. So that the time spent in training camp isn't spent on kind of the 101 stuff. It's spent kind of reinforcing and building habits. 
This year, obviously, there was no off-season program. There was barely any time for an off-season. Players have not been playing pickup or have not been playing at the same rate that they might have during a regular summer. Steve Lifford said on Tuesday that the first part of training camp is going to be very similar to that first part in the bubble. The Magic are going to let the guys play. They're going to worry about, about kind of, you know, they're going to install some offense, install some defense. They're worried about organization. They're not just playing for the sake of playing. There's still some direction there. But right now, the task is to get everyone in rhythm, to get everyone comfortable being on the floor and playing again. To worry about building up the foundation from there. And so in this sense, continuity is more important than ever. Because while some teams might be learning stuff from scratch, especially if they have new coaches or new players, the Magic should already have a basic understanding of what's expected of them. Yes, there will be tweaks. Yes, there will be changes. But the bigger picture remains the same. The Orlando Magic are going to be relying on each other and their continuity a whole lot more. Because with how rushed and how quickly this season is set to begin, the Magic are going to have to step up to the plate very, very quickly. And they all know it. Well, it helps us in a way that, you know, we're just you know, familiar with each other and uh, we've We've had, you know, most of us been here for a couple of years, actually. You know, now, for example, you know, take Markel. He, he, we played with him for a year now. Uh, James Ennis, you know, he played, you know, half a season. Gary Clark, uh, a little more than that. So, you know, there's that familiarity that helps. Uh, and it hopefully will help some of the younger guys that are coming in, you know, like Chuma, uh, Cole, uh, and then, you know, Dwayne as well, uh, settle in easier. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, it's... Uh, no, you just never know. Each season is different. Uh, and then we'll see how it Of course, it's not as simple as just rolling the ball out and getting back to work and picking up where you left off. It's, it's not even as simple as that. Because this Magic team does need work. And no one should be hiding from that. The Magic have a lot they need to do. And unfortunately, perhaps, they're playing with the same toys to try and fix deep-seated problems that are keeping this team from moving forward. But the Magic will have to get to work with what they've got and make the most of what they have. We'll talk about that work as the Magic gets set to begin this training camp here coming up in just a moment. But first, a quick word about Built Bar. You've heard me talk about Built Bar plenty of times here on the podcast. Um, it is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It essentially is a candy bar that's actually kind of good for you, filled with the protein and, frankly, a low-calorie snack that gets you through your day. Gives you the energy boost you need, supplements your workout, all the good things that you'd expect from a protein bar. So many other bars on the market try to be like candy bars. They try to be flavors that you actually might want to eat, but they end up being meal replacement bars. They end up not tasting quite right, or they're kind of chalky or granola-y or just kind of cardboardy or just not very good at all. But I can tell you Built Bar is completely different. It's even more delicious than ever, coming in 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and carrot cake. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and soft and easy to chew. They're great for the health-conscious person, so lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for keto diets. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All 
Of course, this Orlando Magic team does have a lot of work to do. This isn't just simply about bringing back the same players and expecting the team to be dramatically different. In fact, that's kind of what the fear is, is that this team won't be dramatically different. They won't be significantly better because this team has a lot of work to do. And Steve Clifford will be the first to acknowledge that this group has work to do. They can't be the same as they were last year. Last year was an odd season. It wasn't just about the injuries. When the Magic were at their best defensively early in the season, they could not score. And when the Magic were at their best offensively uh, right before the, the league went on hiatus, the Magic couldn't defend. They could never quite put all the pieces together. And a lot of that, of course, had to do with injuries. A lot of that had to do with not being able to put out the full roster they wanted. I actually looked this up. The Magic um, played their, uh, their preferred starting lineup for roughly uh, 260 minutes, I think, all of last season. In 2019, their preferred starting lineup played 850 minutes plus. So essentially, the Magic played, uh, you know, their their preferred starting lineup. So the group that they that you could, you know, undoubtedly say is their starting lineup. So that would be, um, you know, Markel Fultz, Evan Fournier, Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon, Nikola Vucevic, for about a quarter of the time that they played their preferred lineup in 2019, which would have been DJ Augustine, Evan Fournier, Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon, Nikola Vucevic. The Magic just didn't get a good look or a, a significantly long look at the lineup they wanted to play throughout the course of the season. It's a big, I mean, again, you, your best lineup, I mean, you're, maybe not statistically, but the lineup that you feel most comfortable starting, not being able to be on the floor that much together, is a big deal. The Magic, I think, overcame a lot more than I think we give them credit for last year. And, I, and I, again, while I don't think continuity helped them kind of rise above their station, I do think continuity helped them maintain their place in line, so to speak. But last year's Magic team had some very serious struggles that they're going to have to figure out. Offensively, the Magic finished 23rd in offensive rating, scoring 107.9 points per 100 possessions. After the All-Star break, in the 10 games between the All-Star break and when the league went on hiatus for the coronavirus, the Magic led the league in offensive rating at 117.8 points per 100 possessions. While 10 games is a relatively small sample size, it's not insignificant. The Magic were good offensively. They were very good offensively for long stretches. But during that time, the Magic's defensive rating dipped to 115.9 points per one possessions. Still a positive net rating at the end of the day. But Orlando knows they were not going to they're not going to win anything of significance with their defense is the 26th best defense in the league, which it was during that time. This and for the same reason why. We think that the, that offense was had some elements that could be sustained and maintained. The fear is that that defense was also something that the Magic should be concerned about. And there's definitely the concerns about the Magic's defense. Overall, Orlando uh, rated ranked tied for 10th in the league in defensive rating with the Brooklyn Nets, um, giving up 109.2 points allowed per 100 possessions. 10th in the league. Tied for 10th in the league. To say the least... The Magic were not satisfied with their defensive efforts. Overall, I think Clifford would say that the Magic could be and should be a lot better defensively. I think he envisioned this team being an elite defensive team. And yeah, losing Jonathan Isaac hurt. Losing Al Farouk Aminu hurt a lot. That hurt that defense a lot. Um, trusting a young player like Markel Fultz a little bit more probably hurts the defense a little bit. Markel Fultz said that one of the things he worked on this offseason was to improve his defensive technique. Definitely an area of improvement for the young point guard. The Magic just had a lot to figure out. And they just never could get all the pieces together. 
And that's something that Steve Clifford is definitely going to be focused on and definitely going to be trying to do, is figure out how to get the Magic to play both offense and defense at their best levels at the same time. Again, we suspect that the Magic are going to implement a more fast-paced offense, a an offense that that uses pace a lot more effectively, that maybe trusts a, a young player like Markel Fultz a little bit more. We're all expecting that, but it's still going to come down to execution on both ends of the floor. And yes, results matter. This is a result business, and you know we want to see the team win and the, and the team succeed, but they've got to show it on the court as well. This is all being done, of course, under a, an uncertain backdrop. This is a season that's going to require you know, instability. We don't know how this season's going to play out. Watching how some of the other leagues have played, have fared so far from MLB to MLS to NFL, they've had their struggles. It's It took them all a while to find their rhythm and to get through their season safely without having to cancel, you know, mass amounts of games or to keep the team from... Uh, from uh, you know, to keep teams from from having to miss multiple games. We've seen college football struggle with this a ton. But they've all gotten through it somehow. And there might be a case where games have to be postponed or player or teams will be without key players for a while because of a straight positive test. It, it, it feels inevitable at this point. And so while continuity should give a strong base and allow the team to grow and build off of what they've done before, adaptability is also going to be key. Being able to deal with all these punches and all these trials and all these, you know, all this unknown, is going to be vital. Teams cannot be so rigid. Teams are going to have to change on the fly, and that's frankly something that Steve Clifford is not necessarily completely known for. But it all starts back with that foundation. It all starts back with how you build the foundation and what you can rely upon. I often say this every t- every year. The NBA is not about what you can do on one night. It's about what you can do every night. What do you do well on your worst nights? Because that is your team's identity. That is ultimately who you are. And to survive an NBA regular season, that's what you need to rely on. The Magic you know, have continuity. They understand what Steve Clifford's going to expect of them. They understand everything that they have to build. But they also have to execute it. They also have to do it at a high level. And and last year, the pieces didn't all come together. The Magic need that foundation again. The Magic need that base to stand on again. And they very well may miss not having that September training camp. They may very well miss not having a full training camp to get ready because they're going to have to dive right back in. And of course, everything is on the line for the Magic this season. (laughs) 
Coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll hear from Markel Fultz. I am saving that sound for tomorrow. So we'll talk about Markel Fultz and, and what he hopes to improve upon and, and develop as he moves into his second season with the Orlando Magic. A, a contract year, nonetheless, but still a, a big a big year for Markel Fultz as he uh, firmly entrenches himself as the starting point guard. We'll hear from him on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But obviously, as we've talked about and mentioned so many times before. This season is very much about making the playoffs. We're not going to hide from that. We're not going to change that. The goal for the team is still to make the postseason. And despite all the obstacles that are in their way, as well as in the way of every team in the NBA, the games are going to get played. The teams are going to line up against each other. They're going to do their best to win, and we're going to see where the chips land. And, you know, Markel Fultz actually said something interesting. You know, he, he, he loves being the underdog. He loves being doubted. He loves proving people wrong. And that's what this Magic team is going to have to do again. Despite having back-to-back playoff performances, the Magic are expected to fall out of the playoff picture. Without Jonathan Isaac, you know, in his development, the Magic are facing some stiff competition for their spot. And I think all the teams in the East, at least, feel that the Magic are ripe for the picking, that the Magic are ripe to fall out of the picture. And that might still be true. Orlando has a lot of work to do to get themselves back in that, or to to ensure that they make the playoffs. They're in the picture. But it all matters what happens on the court. Everything is going to have its chance to play out. And while there are still tons of doubts about this Orlando Magic team, the Magic are still fairly confident in themselves. Uh, I frankly don't care. I mean, it's nothing new to me uh, since I've been here. It's been the case. So it is what it is. I mean, other teams have gotten better. Uh, obviously, you know, teams that you know, we you know we fought with for uh, playoffs last year. Obviously, Brooklyn's going to be much better with Kyrie and KD. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Atlanta has made some signings. Uh, Charlotte's made some moves. So, It'll be, uh, you know, it might be tougher, you know, this year. But, again, you never know how the season's going to turn out. You know, on paper, it always looks different, actually, what it looks like when you get on the court and play. Uh, but we'll see. I think for us, you know, we just, you know, have to focus on ourselves, uh, try to grow as a team, try to, you know, you know, build a way that, you know, we can play and sustain for the 72 games. And, uh, and then see, you know, where that takes us. You know, hopefully, you know, we'll all uh, – we won't have as you know many injuries as we did last year, and that that will help us well. But uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, no. Good thing is we do have a lot of guys returning, and so there's going to be that familiarity. Uh, but we'll see. Obviously, you know, other teams have gotten better, so it's going to be tougher. But we'll see what happens. Nikola Vucevic, they're painting a picture that yes, they know this is going to be a difficult challenge. That every fight in the playoffs can be difficult, but nothing is written yet. They learned last year how difficult it is to get back to the playoffs. Making it one year is one thing. Making it back is, diff- is even more difficult. Making it back a third time will be an even greater challenge. But certainly there's a confidence that they know they have the pieces to get it done. It is not something that's impossible. It's not something that is a dream. It is a reality and it is an expectation. Whether the Magic are able to do this or not will depend on everything that we've talked about on this show whether they're able to adapt to the changes uh, and difficulties of this coming season, whether they're able to to leverage continuity to 
have a strong base to keep building and growing from, to, to hit the ground running when training camp begins. And a lot of that may still depend on the young guys, on guys like Cole Anthony and Chumo Kiki and Dwayne Bacon and, and Markel Fultz and you know, Mo Bamba. At this point, everyone is clear for camp, except for Alfred Camino and Mo Bamba. They will be limited at the beginning of camp. But the Magic certainly feel that they have young guys that can help them succeed. Steve Clifford said that he believes that the Magic needed to grab three things in this offseason. They needed shooting, they needed playmaking, they needed guys who could create their own shot, and they needed guys with high basketball IQs. He feels that between Cole Anthony, Chumo Kiki, and Dwayne Bacon, they filled some of those needs. But he didn't warn that, especially in the case of Okiki and Anthony, they may not be able to con- contribute that right away. But by the end of the season, he believe, he said he believes that they have brought in players that, that make the Magic's bench even deeper and better. That Cole Anthony gives them a new dynamic off the bench with someone who can create his own shot and create a little bit for others. That Chuma Okiki can be a shooter and a player for this team. Of course, no one really knows. They have to get on the floor and play. They have to get on the floor and prove it there. Nothing is going to be handed to anyone, let alone a playoff spot. It's all got to be earned on the floor and on the court. That's always how it's been. But the Magic are trying to start where they left off. At least the healthy part of where they left off. They are trying to hit the ground running, to get things going in the right direction. And the Magic are confident that they can do this. The Magic are excited to get to this work. Unfortunately, with this season, with this year, we're not going to know very much until they're on the floor and playing. That everything is out there for them to accomplish and to achieve. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the places to download podcasts to your podcast and Apple listening device. See a few people tag me on their Spotify list. I want to thank you all for listening to Locked on Magic throughout the course of the year. If I'm not on your list, make me on your list. We're a daily podcast. You can listen to us every single day. Not the weekends, but every single weekday especially during the season as we get things going. You can follow me on Twitter, of course, at R underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Magic as we continue to preview the season and look ahead to what's to come here in 2021. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.